another episode of TV Channeling? How lucky are you, studio <laughs> audience? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> We're a very modest, humble podcast here. You can tell. Very Laura Ingalls Wilder-ish. A very little house on the prairie. Welcome to another week of TV Channeling. All news, all the time. Actually, oh no, yeah, it's a it's a supersized episode of all hot topics, and the topics this week are hot. Why do you sound like sexy robots when you say? <laughs> you know what? I, I was I, I was binge watching some episodes of Westworld, so it's a the sexy robot vibe. I can't let it go. I guess not. <laughs> well, welcome back, everyone. As you know, I'm Tachi, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host. Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. Welcome back, Kevin. Anyway, let's talk news. We got a lot going on. Yeah, what has been going on in the world of entertainment this week? Oh, my gosh, I am tired. So, <laughs> I'm I'm just tired. So let's go back to you. Remember when we talked about uh, before the whole Neil deGrasse Tyson thing and how he for his uh, show Star Talk, which I, which I actually is a podcast and a television show, and I actually subscribed to the podcast where where National Geographic had him on hiatus while they investigated this. You remember we talked about that? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, they've cleared Neil deGrasse Tyson after their investigation. So they launched an investigation into these allegations that were made about him, and they've stated that they're going to move forward with airing season three of Cosmos, Possible Worlds, and season five of Star Talk. You have to say it like that. Star Talk. <laughs> with hushed, hollow tones. <laughs> yes, yes. Cosmos and Wow. Well, it's it's interesting uh, because when multiple women came forward and it went first, it was one and then it became more than one. I I thought he was done. Well, first, I was absolutely shocked. I was of all the people that have gone down uh, thanks to the Me Too movement. I did not. I was not even anticipating that Neil deGrasse Tyson would even be named. And that was one of the most shocking parts of the this whole Me Too thing is people going down that you'd be like, what? Not you some people like matt lauer not a surprise not a shock but charlie rose i was like what so i was i i was even more like that when i when it came to neil degrasse and so apparently he was cleared so i don't know if this is the end of this and him being uh you know uh haunted by these uh complaints or accusations if is this the end of this uh with uh his show returning to uh national geographic or or um will there be more uh uproar about this i'm not sure well let's just say that as has been shown before even though we're in a different age now cleared does not necessarily mean not guilty i'm not saying that he is i'm just saying that They've come, they did their investigation, but this is what stands out that they, they, they've said that they're going to keep going, you know, they'll keep going with the show, but they didn't say what the results of their investigation were. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to. I was, was going to say, but that, that's one of the things that um that uh, Gail King was saying about when CBS with uh, with uh, Les Moonves being booted out and there being an investigation, that she was uh, asking for the for everything to be made public 
of the findings of the investigation. So uh, with uh, quite a few high-profile people, like with Matt Lauer over on the Today Show, they launch an internal investigation. Especially if a person has been cleared, then they, they should in fact, make that uh, public because we're, if they want us to come back and watch Neil deGrasse Tyson or any other personality on their network show, then let us know that this is why we cleared them. I No, I agree. I agree that needs to happen. They need to make that public, especially since they released all of this in public. So if you're going to accuse and uh, put the allegations in public, then when this person is cleared, not only do you need to say they've been cleared, but you need to say what the results of the investigation are. Again, that's an internal investigation. Who's investigating and doing what? See, I, that's why it's like mm, these internal investigations... It seems to me, and I, and what you don't know is whether or not they had an unobtrusive third party that did, you know, did the investigation. So you're sure of the salience of what they did. I don't know. So good. F- well, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is why it's hard to because of the fact that they didn't release the results. It's hard. Should we be happy about the fact that Neil deGrasse's show is coming back? Or, or is this, should we feel bad that a sexual assaulter is not having any kind of repercussions for uh, what they've done? Well, that, I mean, this is why this is so dangerous because it's like, is he just getting off or is, or he was he really genuinely not? cleared? And we should be happy that an uh, innocent man isn't going to lose his job because of baseless allegations. <sighs> James Gunn. All right. <laughs> well, let's just move on to, well, this is actually, uh, this is actually related. It is related. So he's returning to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So as you know, he was let go after these, uh, I don't know if it was tweets, but there were social media, okay, tweets that surfaced that kind of made jokes about uh, pedophilia and and the like. And so they Yeah, because what's more funny than children being abused? Yeah. It's... I, I, I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. And it was certainly uh, in poor taste and just awful. And so those surfaced. I don't know why people think there's no record of the things they say on social media. Floors me how stupid you all are. So they surfaced. And because of that, he was uh, let go from that. But now they've rehired him. Yeah, like the Phoenix, he is re-risen. So, uh, yeah, the basically the uh, whole, I shouldn't say the whole cast, but most of the cast, including Chris Pratt and uh, uh, Zoe Saldana, they were standing up and they were saying that they would not do a third movie unless Tim Gunn was uh, a part of it, if he was uh, directing and writing it. And uh, Disney was balking at that and saying that they he was fired, he was going to stay fired. And... Uh, Look at it. It took a while because this this firing happened many months ago. Yeah, and uh, all the, I guess Disney was looking at that uh, possible Guardians of the Galaxy three money, and they're all like, you know what? Let's just rehire this uh, pedophile, uh, the uh, this joke, this jokester about pedophilia back because basically uh, his uh, uh, past tweets were were unearthed because he has been a vocal uh, opponent or a critic of Trump, I should say, not an opponent, but a, a vocal critic of, of uh, Donald Trump and his administration, which I guess everybody who's 
thinking is. Uh, but anyway, and so some people that weren't happy about that went looking through his uh, old social media and they found uh, some of his past tweets and they, uh, you know, weaponized them and pointed them directly at him. And they they worked for it while anyway. They got him fired. But uh, he got he got himself rehired thanks to uh, his cast standing by him. And what have we learned from this? That the the power of people like Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana and the other cast members, there's a lot of money on the table. And I do have to say, my issue with this is, it would be different if he was joking about pedophilia and there was any whiff of the idea that he had participated in some kind of uh, abusing of children. There, there are other people like Brian Singer that have had rumors, you know, swirling around them forever about them having a predilection towards children. Allegedly, allegedly, our, the TV channeling legal legal team they are staring daggers at me while holding <laughs> briefcases, and so allegedly. <laughs> There have been rumors swirling around him. And uh, so with uh, with a gun, there weren't such rumors. And so this is just about him having poor taste uh, versus, you know, anything that he was actually partaking in. So I guess uh, and again, it's a lot easier when something like this happens, when it's somebody that you don't actually have to look at, when there's a director or a writer that is accused of being basically an insensitive ass versus someone you actually have to look at like an actor or a singer. It, so I feel like it's e- it's going to be easier for people to look past. In fact, I think most people aren't going to even know or going to gladly buy popcorn and T-shirts for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and have no idea who directed it or who wrote the screenplay spot on with that one i think that the audience is not not that they won't care but again it, it's it's something completely different when it's an actor who perpetrates such things as opposed to people that are behind the scenes or as we say above the line it's 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 it's, it's just different so while it's not just don't say anything. Why you felt you had to joke about that, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the and funny thing about him is the fact that this wasn't like when he was a teen or something. He was an adult working in the business and still saying stupid stuff on social media. I don't understand how people don't understand this when they actually already have a name or like when Kevin Hart got in trouble for things he was saying 10 years ago. 10 years ago, Kevin Hart was a known quantity. So when he was making those homophobic jokes on Twitter, uh, people knew who he was already. So I don't understand why people who already have a name for themselves are out there saying these, you know, inflammatory things, things that are just, you know, I guess they want to get attention to the controversy can be saying a controversial remark, but there can be blowback later in your career when, you know, people don't want you to do an Oreo commercial because of the, you know, uh, anti-Semitic things that you were tweeting back in 2006 or something. Ridiculous. Wow. But well, you know what, Oreo, we would love to be sponsored. Tachi and I have never said any kind of anti-Semitic things. We would love to do an ad. For Oreos? Pretty much anything, but just, just since we <laughs> mentioned Oreos. <laughs> I just recently saw a commercial with, the, there's an Oreo commercial with, I think, Chance the Rapper. Well, not Chance the Rapper. Some rap guy. I can't remember who it is, but he's it's him and his son in the commercial. And um, he's like talking about Oreos and I'm just like... I was like, I, I, how far have we come when this super tatted up 
dreadlock wearing uh, rapper whose name I can't remember <laughs> to save my life. I was hoping you would like, okay, I mean, it's so-and-so. Whoever it is, it wasn't Chance the Rapper. Whoever it was, it was just the fact that he can do an Oreo commercial now means if he can do one, then surely Tachi and Kevin of TV channeling can represent Oreo. Thank you very much. I'll even eat them. (laughs) (laughs) What's the next story? So the next story off of James Gunn onto Lily Singh. Now, if you don't know Lily Singh, you probably aren't a YouTube watcher. Lily Singh is a got her notoriety through YouTube. She's um, I've been watching her for years. She actually got her start doing these YouTube videos like playing, quote, her parents. Now, Lily Singh is Indian. So she kind of, you know, did these things like pretending that she was her parents and very Indian, very cultural. And it was great. It was hilarious. And that's how she, you know, got her start. So now and then, of course, it's like she's from Toronto, Ontario, uh, ended up moving to L.A. You know, once she started to get so big as a YouTuber, she had a, a YouTube red uh, film movie, you know, what was YouTube red movie called um, Escape to Unicorn Island, which did really, really well. And so now I guess she's all that because Lee Singh is going to replace Carson Daly in the NBC late night slot. That is huge, huge deal. So um, last call with Carson Daly is ending after 17. You know, you just take for granted that that's on. <laughs> and I was like, wait, Last call is still on. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I, you, you don't hear about it, uh, and um, I was surprised how it, it just kept going. And finally, he has decided to step down. So, those were some easy checks, Carson. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why you're stepping down. Yeah, he, he had a lot of e- yeah, seventeen years of that. Maybe he wants to. Uh, do spend more time with his family spend more time with his family or maybe his role at the today show is is going to transform somehow and you know being up late doesn't facilitate this well because he's also he doesn't well he doesn't the show is not it's a taped show it's a taped show it's all filmed it's filmed so it's it's not like he's up late because he's also on the today show he's also on the today show so he couldn't be uh well well, that's what i just said (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right sorry sorry well one thing i have to say i do like the name of her the show is going to be called the, there's going to be a name change it's going to be called a, instead of the la- last call uh with lily it's going to be a little late which i don't know about you as a lover of tv and a fantasizer about having a late night talk show always thinking about possible late night talk show names and so a little late is nice i like it yeah i like that too even though the a- truth is it's a lot late because it's like the last thing. <laughs> it's a lot late, but a little yeah, late like is a very cute like time. it's like one o'clock in the morning. It's in the Eastern time. Yeah. So It comes on after Seth Meyers. So it's right. the, it's it's actually, I think it's like one thirty or something like that. Yeah, it's a lot late. It's basically, it's, it should be called tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's going to be a half hour program and they're going to feature in studio interviews and pre-taped comedy sketches and segments. That should be fun. And she said this as an, uh, an Indian Canadian woman with her own late night, ta- uh, late night show. Now that's a dream come true. And she said this in a release on Thursday, 
Also that I am thrilled to bring it to life on NBC and I hope my parents consider this to be as exciting as a grandchild, which is hilarious because, you know, foreign parents are always asking, when are you having kids? So this is really, this is really cool. So again, you can still watch her YouTube channel because she has 14 million followers uh, since she began post. She's been posting for eight years. So this is not an overnight thing. She's actually been working on this like for eight years. So for those of you who think you could just start making YouTube videos tomorrow and you'll get discovered, call me in 10 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, anyway, I, I'm happy for her, but I'm sad for one person in particular about upon this news. And that person's name is one Robin Thede. It is a slap in the face. It is a ref uh, an affront to comedy that Robin Thede does not have a new gig since BET was stupid enough to cancel the rundown with Robin Thede. So somebody, please, well, you know, hire her. Hi, she is excellent. She is excellent. And it's like, I love Lily Singh. And very cool that she has this. But I'm like, nobody has room for Robin Thede? Well, here's the thing. And this is what, I, this is what I've come to know. Not that the other late night talk show hosts are not intelligent. Absolutely. But Robin Thede is on this other level. She is other level intelligent. And so I think sometimes networks don't know what to do with her. Worked on BET because even though she's so much more, she's definitely Comedy Central. She's, you know, she's not just the BET. BET audience but you know I guess they figured well she's black so it works for BET but I don't know that other networks know what to do with her and how she'll fit in oh I can I, I know what to do with her and I know where she'd fit in so well, I'll tell so you right now tell and me. I'm, I'm looking at you HBO I've said it before and I'll say this again she would pair with two of your shows she would be perfect to air every Friday night right after real time with Bill Maher uh, or she'd fit perfectly um, on Sunday nights after John Oliver's uh, la uh, uh, Last Week Tonight. So she'd fit perfectly behind either one of those. She is a thinking person. She's an incredibly funny person. She she shines a light on all kinds of interesting stories in an incredibly funny way. And her take on life is always a little left of center. She's looking at it a different way than you would ever imagine you could look at it. The, her parodies, as well as her comedy and her interviews uh, uh, style all above board everything is incredible so hire what? her immediately HBO you're supposed to be adding having more content adding more content because honestly there's I question every time I get my HBO bill every month I'm like why am I paying for this get me Robin Thede and I will happily pay for HBO so well, I, I won't be happy, but um, <laughs> what, 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 uh, what time does John Oliver's show come on? John Oliver comes on, I believe, like around 11 o'clock at night on Sundays. And so she could come on at 11. Well, first, these things air more than once, but they it, it would. So it would it would come on. She'd come on like at 1130 uh, around there, 1130. Uh, and if you have HBO, normally you get more than one uh channel so it comes on you get east coast and the west coast feed so if you're here on the like on the east on the west coast you get multiple chances i can i can watch i would be able to watch robin Thede like at 8 30 at night or something so that would be all kinds of great so or if you think about it, it you know depending on how they would work this you know that insecure comes on sunday nights at 10 
Oh, that would be she was uh, that'd be right another great after insecure. Oh, great right idea. before John Oliver. That'd be a great idea. The only reason I'd wanted to come on either uh, after one of those shows is they have they they do more episodes of uh, Real Time and Last Week Tonight than they do of Insecure. Because Insecure, I think, don't you get like a like measly eight a year or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But if that's all I can get, I'll take if I can get eight hours or eight half hours of Robin Thede a year, I'll take that versus nothing. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take I, it. Netflix, you're surprisingly quiet. Where's Robin Thede's check? Just yeah, saying. and if you don't want to do it that way, if you want to get Robin Thede her own sitcom, I'm cool with that too. I just need my Robin Thede, and I need her now. Well, she needs a special because you know the big thing is okay. The star, the people that aren't insecure, not that they were not stars in their own right. They've been do, they've been working and doing things. But um, Amanda Seals, who plays, if you watch Insecure, she plays uh, the friend, one of the friends who's like now pregnant on the show. She has been like blowing up and HBO gave her a special called I Be Knowing. What, well, what about what, what what about the the special that turned into a series of is it called Two Dope Queens? Two Dope Queens. Yeah, they had uh, they had a podcast and then they had a special and then yeah. they end, end up having a series from that special. So again, if if you just start off with the special, see what Robin Thede can do, and then let her loose. And she will not disappoint. Not at all. You. Again I and again, you. we're not being sponsored by Robin Thede, but sp- Robin, we would love to have you on the show. It would yes. mean everything. So. This is your formal invitation, Robin Thede. TV channeling formally invites you to be a guest on our show. We'd love to run down a top five or just have you do the news with us. Oh and my god, hit, hit oh my god, the news would be everything with Robin Thede. You know, hit us up in the DMs. Uh, let us know that you want to talk to us and we will have you on the next episode. Any episode you want, you you can be the new a third co-host. That's how much we love you. Absolutely. You're everything, Robin. Anyway, let's go on to somebody who's not everything. <laughs> uh oh. It's about to get dark. <laughs> or, or not anything. I'm going to try and contain my feelings about this story until, you know, I'm you able You to know, get use it. your journalistic, uh, uh, what's that term? I can't, <laughs> I, I clearly don't have it. Ob- <laughs> journalistic objectivity? Yes, your journalistic, I I, I, yes, exactly, because I was going to say, I clearly don't have any objectivity when it comes to this <laughs> subject. So I don't least, either, so I'm you going to least try. You can at least kind of pretend like you do for a little bit. <laughs> As you read the story. Let me code switch and act like a journalist. (laughs) So if you've been living under a rock for the past week, uh, let me refresh the story. There is a an admission scandal that has taken shape, big shape to the tune of twenty five million dollars, if not more. This is just what we know about. Let me preface this by saying this is not like this is a new thing, okay? So it's just that these individuals got caught and it is for such a large amount. So two of the individuals, uh, high-profile individuals that were caught taking advantage of this scandal, this admission scandal, actress Lori Laughlin, who you'll know from Hallmark Channel, Warm Soft Fuzzy Things, and the um, Fuller House on Netflix, and also Felicity Huffman, who was known as a desperate housewife. Also, she was in Transamerica, and she's uh, been she's an, an Oscar award-winning actress. 
Wait, did she win or did she, was she just uh, nominated? I'm sorry, nominated. I didn't say winning. I didn't mean to say winning. Nominated. I think she was just nominated. If you won, it doesn't matter because you're in prison. <laughs> anyway. No, it's worse. She didn't win. <laughs> exactly. Worse. Not only are you in jail, you didn't win. <laughs> She's not in jail. I think they're all, they're all, they're both out on bail. Yes. So for now. For now, exactly. So this is this has rocked the this has rocked the US. This has rocked the world because this calls into question the sanctity of all those higher edu- institutions of uh higher learning that we hold sacred. You know, some of them are Ivies that participated in this. Uh some of them are, you know, like Big Ten universities. So USC, Harvard, Yale. So you've got a, a number where uh, of them that were participating so it was across the board from having somebody sit and take a test like the the sat for them and then pass and you know it was that you know elaborate to having um uh photoshopped heads on athletic bodies of you know, pictures of athletic bodies to show that they were oh part of crew or part of this so it was an elaborate scheme to which these two actresses subscribed to and participated in so out of after all this Lori Laughlin's daughters who uh went to the University of Southern California dropped out which somebody so eloquently on Twitter said can you drop out of an institution you were never in (laughs) (laughs) well no they unfortunately they were in that institution and so the funny thing is that it's one of those kind of things like uh where uh you're fi- I quit. I quit. I quit. So you didn't fire me. I quit. That's that's basically what this is because uh, the universities are all taking different stand. Uh, they're they're uh, going to take a, a case by case basis on all these kids that were nefariously uh, admitted into these uh, institutions, and the 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 difference between who's going to stay and who's going to go is supposedly going to be based on if the children knew that they were part of a scam because some of the parents were at least nice enough to let their dumb kids not know they were dumb and, and, and just like yeah you take the the test jeff and then once jeff takes the test then they just like oh they uh they have somebody else uh give uh, uh, actually take it and jeff has no jeff was none the wiser and he thinks he's in there and probably looking down at somebody else of color being like yeah why are you here and just like yeah jeff why are you here so um that was uh so they're gonna look at that as a case-by-case basis and some kids will go and some kids will be able allowed to stay but since Lori laughlin's kids definitely knew when they were posing for those fake crew team pictures <laughs> that they weren't really on crew they they dropped out before they were going to be asked to leave usc well they said because they're afraid of being bullied over the massive college admission scam that has le- left them feeling like quote a mess no it's because you knew you were not bright enough to be there you fully knew well they were going to ask you to leave so, oh absolutely yeah that's what i'm saying they, they quit before they were fired right exactly exactly you can't fire me i quit all right <laughs> witches bye so uh their their names are olivia jade who's 19 and isabella rose which is such lovely names for such terrible, terrible well uh, uh <laughs> 
<laughs> and so there have been repercussions for uh for everybody so far uh, uh the her her daughters one of them is a youtube star she had to take all she took her youtube content down because one of the most delicious things was there's a video of her saying how she doesn't care about school yes but she, uh, but she is she was looking forward to the party atmosphere of going to college and so she's looking forward to all the parties and all the fun and something that you couldn't have written if you wrote it in a movie or a tv show about this scandal it would be like well that's just too much this is clearly fake when the story broke when her mother was being arrested she was on a yacht and uh she was on the yacht of uh, uh i believe one of the chancellors of u uh usc uh, because she was friends with uh his daughter so a bunch of them a bunch of this girl's friends were on the yacht and one of them being uh and becky's daughter and they were chilling on a yacht and then she gets a text like um yeah you need to come home so just too delicious and so being a youtube star she also was a a quote-unquote influencer i don't think she's influencing anybody now but when she was she had deals with sephora as well as other companies Uh, and so did her sister had had deals and she had some kind of like she had her own i guess lip kit because everybody has a everybody seems to have a lip kit or a palette of some kind of i don't know exactly what a palette is but they had a palette of makeup or something think like uh, think like an artist palette of of different paints the palette for makeup is the same idea well, uh, the the color is a deep, dark, shameful black, apparently, because they have canceled the deals with Sephora and every other company have all severed ties. And speaking of severing ties, what apparently you will not be seeing Aunt Becky on Hallmark Channel at all ever now. Well, she just does not I, embody the ideals of a Hallmark Channel. Now, let me just say it's not just Lori Laughlin. Her husband, Massimo Giannulli, is a fashion designer. He was also charged. So they're both out on $1 million bond each. Okay, can I say something that may sound a little bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Petty? Go ahead. Or mean? Go ahead. Um, her husband was apparently a very vocal Trump supporter. And he had real issues about people not uh, pulling their own weight and you know doing the right thing so some people might say it's pretty delicious <laughs> that um he could possibly go to jail for uh getting his daughters into a school that they were clearly not qualified to and cheating the system so why don't you pull yourself up from your, by your own bootstraps and actually help your kids study so they can actually go to a school no, because that takes work, and these type of people are damn lazy. Let but again, get... he wa- he wants people to pull and do their fair share. So. No, yes, only other people, not them. Okay, so I, let let me may, may I take oh, a soapbox moment? One, one last thing, please remember that when you go to Target, if he's if his clothes are ever featured at Target again, Target get purge. Wait Target. a minute, is that the Massimo from Target? Yes, yes. I am getting rid of every... Get I think, rid of every Massimo anything. Table I don't cloth, have dress, that much from Target. I didn't realize that was him. Yes. So these people are swimming in money because it's not yes. just from Aunt Becky that they're... That's mother Massimo. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, that's what's so upsetting about to me about this. It's, it's one thing if 
honestly, if you're a regular person, a middle class person or a poor person who did something to get your kid into college that was a little nefarious because this is your one shot for your kid to have a future. When you literally when you're a trust fund baby, if you don't get into college, you're still going to have a great life. So the idea that they're going to break laws and and also cheat taxpayers, because the, the worst part of the, the scandal well, they're not actually the worst, but one of the worst parts of the scandal was the to pay the, the, the guy who was masterminding this scandal he actually had a fake charity so the the people to, to when they were paying to get their kids into these schools they would do a donation to this fake charity and then write it off on their taxes so the taxpayers were actually paying to get Lori Laughlin's daughters into a school that they had no business being in in the first place and now time for the soapbox moment I'm gonna. I'm stepping up on the soapbox as we. <laughs> okay. Be careful, Tachi. Don't fall. Be oh, careful. Oh, okay. This is a heavy one, so I'm trying not to teeter. Two things. You. You. Uh, well, a couple of things. You mentioned the fact of them being YouTube influencers and you know having these deals with Sephora. Do you know yes. how many really good people there are that create content on youtube that have no way of getting any type of anything from sephora but are good do do some damn good makeup tutorials do this type of thing sometimes on their own dime will buy things that are not sponsored at all and they're actually good yet these two undeserving dummies sephora and all these other companies run after them because of who they are Good for you, Sephora. This is all. This is what I have to say. Good for you because instead of looking for quantity, you take the lowest hanging fruit, and those two are low hanging fruit. Look for quality. This is why these brands keep getting in trouble with uh, this influencer thing because they go for the low hanging fruit. Oh, they got a million followers. Let me go with them. Yeah, but you see what happens every time. Logan Paul, all these people, you get bitten because you're going for low-hanging fruit. So I really don't feel sorry for you. So yeah, pull your endorsement, but use some better sense when you pick influencers. That's one. Two, there are, and I'm speaking as a college professor now, somebody who went to school, and you don't have to go to school to know this is wrong, but I'm just using my experience that I went to school for donkey's years to get what I have studied I was academically hazed I studied really hard and I enjoyed school never did you hear from my mouth oh well, I don't care really care about school I'm like oh well what class can I take here what can I augment how can I do this because I cared about the journey of learning people like that don't give two dams about the journey of learning which is why they can only they have tunnel vision they can only see things one way meanwhile you have fantastically smart kids that are either trying to go to USC and can't get a slot because you've got people, and mind you, they're not the only ones. There are other parents who do this too. We just don't hear about the other parents of means. But you have people who are working two and three and four jobs to try and afford and get in. People who are like, well, let me go to community college first and get my grades up and really understand it. Maybe then I can transfer into USC. You've got students who are at schools like HBCUs, et cetera, working their behinds off, Hispanic serving institution working their behinds off, and society is telling, you know, looking at you cross-eyed and sideways like, mm, do you really belong here? Do you, re are you really smart? Meanwhile, you've bought your 
your children's way into the schools. And then, and then we, you're, we're supposed to accept that they are the elevated ones in society. So you can hear that I'm annoyed and I'm actually damn angry with this because how bloody dare you? There are those of us who are don't have the opportunity to game the system because we're told we don't belong in the system. So we have to work 200 times harder than your low-hanging fruit children to prove that we actually belong and that we are smart. And you pull some nonsense like this, go to hell. Well, you know what, Tachi, to be fair... Everybody has a different educational journey, and their educational journey just happened to can happen on a yacht. So it's just a different <laughs> journey. Oh, oh uh, forgive me. I'm I'm so sorry. I know that your educational uh, uh, goal or achievement is one of futility. And you know what? Here's the thing. I can't even blame the two girls because. They, she said on her damn YouTube channel, the one of them, I don't know if it was Olivia Rose or whoever the hell, she said, or Isabella Grace, whoever, she said, I don't really care about school to millions of people. If that doesn't demonstrate the lack of, of, of consideration for her lot in life, I don't know what does. The girl said it. It's not like she was even faking the funk. She doesn't give two dams about school, but because, and you know, I blame them, these parents, 99%. 1% I'll put on society because we've made such a big deal of saying the only way you are worth anything in this, uh, in this country is if, and in this life, in this, in this world, is if you go to college, number one, and everybody doesn't have to go to college. That's not everybody's path. Number two, if you go to the right college. So this is why people are cheating and lying and stealing to get into these colleges because we've ingrained in people, this is the, the, for you to be worth anything, this is what you have to do. I blame them 99%, but 1% is the societal expectation we've put up there. And now I climb off my soapbox. Can I have your hand, Kevin? So <laughs> okay, well, let, me, let me steady you. Okay, okay. thank you. Thank all you. right, you're all right. You're, you're safe. Now, the, 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 the reason why I think that uh, there's a couple of reasons when it comes to these parents, what b- disgusts me about this, is the fact that, like I said before, their kids are going to be fine regardless of if they go to Arizona State or any place. Right. <laughs> so that is upsetting that they would basically take a slot from somebody who actually was deserving and actually had the academic acumen to be there so there's that but i think really this is a thing where it's 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 about the parents ego it's being able to tell because when you have a uh when when someone's gone to an ivy league university we don't need to know anything else about you for the rest of your life that is like an e-ticket into the chocolate factory because just the fact that you went to blank i went to harvard uh is everything the doors doors open just just to say that we don't have to look at anything else about you all we need to know is that you went to this ivy league university but i think these parents want to have bragging rights because it also says when you can say that oh uh oh how's jeff jeff said harvard and then it's people like oh you're a very good parent aren't you wow so that jeff does a lot doesn't he (laughs) jeff is doing great and so that says a lot about you it says a lot about your child so that's why i think the people are uh are are taking this step uh to do this kind of thing i mean but 
but but what's funny about it is as you know pr- as jail cells loom possibly for aunt becky and uh uh felicity huffman and for some reason her husband's in the clear even though apparently he knew about it i still don't understand why he wasn't charged or at least hasn't been charged yet is i don't understand uh what was going to happen once they actually got into school like were they gonna is it just once you get in do you uh is somebody taking tests for you and everything uh to keep you going and writing papers for you through the whole process and also how did their kids actually get through high school because they didn't go to a public high school they i'm sure all these kids went to private school so was how did some how who got them through school in the first place so that's another question and the other issue is this is against the law, but what isn't against the law is building a library, uh, for you know uh, the Jeff uh, the the library of Jeff or the or the, the, the people uh, named the, Jeff are going to be so salty <laughs> with you, <laughs> or the beautiful the, the 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 Jeff Quad or something like that. When you do that, I mean that's a perfect example of that. Is it's recently come out that uh, like Donald Trump's uh, father gave a bunch of money to the business school that he went to, as well as Trump gave a bunch of money of. Uh, 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 just before his son uh, and daughter got into, uh, I think they went to Yale or something. So that's perfectly legal to all of a sudden give like a $200,000 donation. And what a shock right after you do that, your child all of a sudden gets admitted. Well, you know what? This is this is the interesting thing. Like you said, it gives bragging rights to these parents to be able to. It's, it's about them. It's really debates. Oh, yeah, I my child. And it, it's a reflection on you when your child does go to these these types of schools because we've we've held them in such high esteem. But mark my words, this is putting a dark spot a spot of barbecue sauce on the white shirt of Harvard, Yale, USC. All First of all, I've never really been that impressed with those institutions to begin with anyway. I put, I've taught at a lot of different types of colleges and I would put my students up against any of them every day, any day, because they've been taught to think outside of the box and make a way out of no way sometimes. Whereas if you're given that, you don't know how to do that. So you think linearly and you don't know what the hell to do if you get in trouble. So I would... I, I wouldn't trust, you know, uh, something very sensitive to those types of students who can't think outside of the box. So, you know, I it, I just I'm floored. I'm not floored that this happened. I'm not surprised that it's happened, but I'm I'm so angry that there are so many students and the thing. OK, let's bring in the color thing again. Quick to say about black students that will call the police because you don't think that a black student would be working on their degree there because they're hanging out in the thing quick to call on black students and students of color yet you bought your child's way into the into this well, this well is Tachi, the, to be fair that girl that you're talking about that that incident she was studying while black so <laughs> how, how, and how dare she how, how dare, she? dare she that's how why the police had you? to be called they had to because you have no business studying if you're black but see that's the thing it's like you're the ones crying the, the rules only apply to the 99 percent. the one percent can do whatever the hell they like but i think again this has put a spot on the the barbecue spot on their sweatshirts because it's like now we're like saying all right well if this is what is indicative of the way you take students what does that really say about your academics 
Oh well, I'll tell I'll tell you what it says. Uh, it says lawsuit because um, act- there's uh, the lawsuits have already started flying. This this whole thing just started last Tuesday. Yeah, and um, there's already been some lawsuits filed because people are saying that their degrees are worth less. The money that they spend on their degrees are worth less when now that it's been revealed uh, the uh, practices in which some of these people have gotten into school. So it means that they're again the, before you could just say I went to Harvard, darling, and people are like, oh. Ooh. Let me let me bow <laughs> to you, and so people are gonna bow a little. They're not gonna bow as low now because they're, because now we're gonna be looking inside. It's like, oh, what did what did your what did your what did what did Daddy do to get you into? Well, Harvard? exactly, exactly, and, and I mean this is this isn't this didn't start with this. This has been happening. This is all. If you look at some of the people in government, as we mentioned, that have gone to these institutions, their legacies, their parents or family members went to these institutions. All you have to do is drop a couple of dimes and bam, you're yeah, in George, George W. Bush, I believe, went to Harvard. So he uh, did. All, Come on now. All you have Come to do. Yeah, yeah. So you when you when you hear he went to Harvard and graduated, so, something's not right. Something wicked this way comes. So you know what? For a long time, a lot of us, especially like in higher, we, we've been looking side eye at that. So now it's like your the, the esteem that you have that you're so I would sue, too. Well, I probably wouldn't sue, but I'd be, <laughs> I'd be, well, I don't blame them for suing because it actually does lessen your degree, lessen the worth of your degree. If It's just like if you go to a school that lost their accreditation and now it's like, well. You mean like Trump were, University? There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. What are those degrees or those stupid certificates worth? Not the damn paper that they're printed on. So now you have a degree from Harvard or whatever. And this is not to say, let's say in fairness, this is not to say that everybody who was ever accepted to these institutions was inept. Not oh, at no, all. No, no, no. Not I can, at I can, all. No. Wait, no. I can tell you how to tell the difference. The difference is... Now, if if the person basically came from like, you know, middle class, uh, lower middle class background or, or straight up hardcore poor and they went to Harvard or Yale or any Ivy League anything, they are everything. Hire them immediately. Mm-hmm. But anybody who has a trust fund or anybody who's even anybody whose butt has touched a yacht they are there. <laughs> you need to look, think twice about hiring them because uh, chances are somebody wrote a check to get them into school. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm kind of glad that these tables have turned so sharply. It's always been there, but this particular case is the thing I think that made it turn really sharply. Good for you. Now you actually have to do something and work and prove. And see, shame on these schools. The Harvard, the Yales, although I've never really been that impressed with you to begin with, now you really have to be stringent with your admission criterion you have to be stringent with um what the scores and everything are and you need you need to look outside of that because you've been so stringent on the scores and extra you know curricular activity and stuff like that you're missing some other things like life experience to me counts a lot if this is somebody who is applying to your school and they've been in the military Lord, what an education that is. Accept this person as long as they meet the academic uh, uh, stipulations. Forget about the uh, that such and such. But you've been so busy trying to amass, build, amass buildings and build a city around your stupid little university that you turn a blind eye to all of this. So shame on you, Yale. Shame on you, USC. Shame on you. And again, there are some people that go to these schools that are stellar. However, because they accept students this way, it doesn't appear. it doesn't appear so. And also, you know what, it takes away uh, the credit that actually is deserved by alternative forms of education. Yes. And this is a time for me to speak about uh, the Kevin Academy oh, of 
of podcasting. So look us up. You, we will give you the education that you deserve at a very reasonable price. You won't have to sleep with anybody. You don't have to give me any checks. Well, you do have to give me a check to pay for your actual tuition. But other than that, it's all above board. You're not. He's not trying to build any buildings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, none the, of that. Uh, the, you know what? We could use a Jeff library. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to give a couple of bucks, <laughs> because we got to build a library for Jeff. So. <laughs> for the Kevin Broadcasting Academy. You know what? We've got so much swag now. We need a Jeff t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Jeff here it's on TV Channel. It's all about Jeff. All right. So what's the next story? Yeah. Oh, oh, one last thing. Felicity Huffman got rid of her social media. Nice. You should be beginning trying to beg Oprah to give you one of those one of those healing interviews where she lets you cry and hugs you and to try and get us to forgive you. And uh, one last thing about her. I'm not surprised. People are acting all surprised. Felicity Huffman was caught up in some shenanigans. First of all, she was on a reality show, Desperate Housewives. She, we saw her do all kinds of underhanded, illegal stuff for years back th- back in the day. So why are people acting surprised that she's doing bad stuff now? Let me tell you, who was checking for Felicity Huffman's uh, Instagram anyway? Who cares? <laughs> well, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that her kids were influencers too. They all. Let's just go on before I get back on the soapbox. <laughs> Okay, I'm putting this whole box away. Go ahead, Tachi. What's the next story? Okay, so there is this really interesting thing on YouTube that uh, a trailer for Bel Air. And if you remember The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, starred uh, Will Smith, and it was about a kid from uh, West Philadelphia who moves out to He was Bel-Air. born and raised, I believe. Yes, on the playground is where he spent most of his days. So... <laughs> <laughs> So he moved out to, uh, got in some trouble, moved out to Bel Air to live with uh, Aunt Vi, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Viv, Viv, excuse me, Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil. So uh, there is a trailer. It's a video short of uh, from a fan, actually, of the 1990s sitcom. And it's supposed to be dark and gritty. And I, and I know you love a dark remake of a sitcom. I uh, love Kevin. a dark reimagining. Yes, yes, absolutely. So that's what um, it's, uh, Morgan Cooper is the one that did it. And it's called Bel Air. And it's a retelling of the original story. And it's set today in today's world and it explores serious issues like gang violence police brutality and wealth inequality which is a uh, contrast to the goofy nature of the original show even though they did touch they, on they, those they, things literally they did the, touch on them literally the opening uh, montage of uh, the fresh prince of bel-air deals with all of those issues <laughs> including uh, police brutality it does no it does deal with that absolutely but because it's done in a comedic manner it just kind of like brushes it to the side becomes a very special different strokes so uh despite all of that there are some sweet moments in the trailer uh for example the nod to the famous carlton dance be careful you may get sued uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and alfonso rivera will lose that lawsuit as well exactly give it up just keep dancing alfonso so cooper says uh like most 90s kids i grew up watching fresh prince even as a kid, I thought there was more to the story, so I decided to make this. So he wrote, directed, and served as a cinematographer for the trailer. And quick, it quickly went viral after Twitter embraced it, because you know Twitter and Black Twitter 
we will make something go viral. So um, it took six it took six months to make, and it's not a preview for a film or a, a series. But a lot of people online want this to be, come to fruition as a film or a series. So um, if you haven't seen it, you can look up the trailer Bel Air on YouTube and take a look. It's actually really cool. Yeah, I love a dark retelling because even like uh, for those of you who may not know, there was actually there were so many different versions of the Brady Bunch, but there was one called an hour long drama called the Brady's where it got where there was like infidelity and backfighting and uh, threats of divorce. It was like it got real. So it's fun to kind of reimagine something that was very light. Uh, the one that I actually think that should happen that uh, should be made into a real they could bring back the original cast, Ms. Peyton, who's been on this show, the mom on Family Matters. Matters, they need to do a Family Matters drama where it's that fi- uh, an hour-long version of that show with that family and uh, the trials and tribulations of being, uh, you know, a uh, working-class black family in uh, the the late du- uh, the late double O's. I'm I'm here for it. I'll watch it. Yeah. So wow. uh, anyway, so it needs to happen. So there's a whole bunch of things you can reimagine it in a different way that'd be really fun. So absolutely. And speaking of reboots, there's one reboot that is given, <laughs> got given the boot. God has been given <laughs> the boot. <laughs> so if if you don't know, one day at Netflix canceled one day at a time, and. I don't. Did you did you ever watch any of? You know, the, I did not watch one episode of the reimagining of One Day at a Time. I should have just because of you know uh, some of the people on the cast that I actually um fans of, but I never got around to it. I am a Rita Moreno stan, and I, I know I love her. I love her ever so, uh, since Electric Company. And hey, you guys, I've loved Rita Moreno. So. Some people are none too happy. Many people are none too happy, especially a one Lynn Manuel Miranda of Hamilton fame, and and in the Heights fame, of course. So, I love yeah. There's yeah. some oh, in the Heights is a big deal. It's awesome. It's awesome. So best believe that Lynn Manuel said, "Oh hell, hell no," and is working to save one day at a time, just like he saved Brooklyn Nine Nine. And uh, I'm like, I, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is actually a good show. I didn't understand why they were getting ready to cancel it. So, Yeah, oh, Fox is just stupid. But uh, it's not, I hope I don't have to call you into action, uh, Lin-Manuel, because uh, I've heard that my, one of my shows, How to Get Away with Murder, is on the bubble. So I, I may need to get your help to save that. No, exactly. But the funny thing is, in this article, this is according to Vulture, the way it's written is just like, Oh, you had better believe that Lin-Manuel will save one day at a time, just like he served, saved Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You think this is a game to Lin? I'm like, they're like really instigating here. And I love the voice that this is uh, written in. So, yes, he is in the process of, of trying to uh, look for a new home for not Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for One, one Day, day at, at a Time. time. Yeah, and um, we, we talked about this. There's another article that kind of looks at the the feasibility of this. So talk a little bit about why... Yeah, the, the, yeah, the difficulty is Netflix owns the first three seasons. And so even if they could uh, finagle a deal to have it continue somewhere else, the chances are another network would want to buy in because they wouldn't own the whole catalog. They wouldn't own... Because you want to go... The, the goal for any sitcom, or any show for that matter, but especially sitcoms is syndication mm-hmm. where you reach a hundred shows or more you can re- you can retire and then just you can just sit back and count your money like the friends of friends will never ha- 
again, if it turns out that Courtney Cox or any of them are illegally bribing people to get their kids into college, then they need to be put under a jail because they have huh. enough they have enough money to build their own university. In fact, they could they could actually fund the 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 uh, the, the library, the Jeff Library for uh, the Kevin uh, University, the uh, uh, Podcasting Academy. They could fund the whole thing outright. So that's the goal. And so if you only have access to whatever you would make uh, after season three, season four and beyond, then they're going to make less money. So it's going to be really a tough sell to get anybody else to sign on unless they can get some kind of deal with Netflix where, okay, we'll also have access to seasons one through three as well. Wow. Well, I hope it turns out well for one day at a time because I, you know, I probably should go back and, and watch some of the like at least season one and see what's what yeah they managed to get three seasons out of it my issue with a lot of these shows is the fact that and netflix is now becoming guilty of this as they've been starting they they've been being really free with that red cancel marker uh on shows lately and the issue for me is when they cancel something and the producers didn't know that this was the end so the last episode of the of uh, season three one day at a time they didn't know that was the end of the story had they known i'm sure they would have written it in a different way so i feel like netflix and all these other networks but especially netflix they need to make a deal and shonda shonda rhymes ryan murphy hear me hear me now you are big enough to put in a stipulation that says if you cancel any of my gigs on your network, I want a TV movie for whatever it is. So if it's an hour-long drama, that means if you cancel it after season two, then I get two hours to wrap up the story and the characters and have some put a bow on it. And if it's an, a half-hour comedy, like one day at a time, I get an hour special to wrap it up. You are big enough to demand that. And I wish the bigger producers would start demand and creators would demand this because you stop leaving fans hanging. Uh, How to Get Away with Murder ended with an epic finale cliffhanger. And if, if, if ABC doesn't give it another season and we're left, well, what the hell happened? I will be forever enraged. So you can demand that, Shonda Rhimes and Ryan Murphy's of the world. Yes, you can. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, I'm shaking my fist at the sky now. I'm so mad. Uh, no, I no, I heard you shaking. <laughs> I can tell. Get off my lawn. I can tell. <laughs> and I would have got away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. Meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next story? So let's talk Wendy Williams. Okay, she. I'm like. Barely. You, but out you know, Tachi, of, how how is Wendy Williams doing? I guess she's fine. But she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't have a friend in Howard Stern. It seems. So uh -oh. this, yeah, yeah. This is what has happened. So apparently, Wendy kind of dissed Howard Stern for his Hollywood insider status on Wednesday on the show, and Howard Stern didn't take that too kindly. You know, he's on Sirius XM Radio, and I, I think the whole term Hollywood or going Hollywood is kind of like a yeah, it is a diss, you know, to folks uh, that that are <laughs> doing. You know, it kind of means that you've come away from your roots. And this is what she was saying. So there was a back and forth that started when she brought up Stern's upcoming book on the show called Howard Stern Comes Again. And this is his first new title in 20 years. And she said on the show, Howard is so Hollywood. You know, Howard is so Hollywood right now. And Howard, I love you. But since you've gone Hollywood, 
Everything you say is so predictable. Every story is going to be about, you know, oh, I love this one. And then we went on their yacht. He's a Hollywood insider now, which sucks because you started like me being of the people. But at some point you sat behind that microphone for too long. It hurts. That's Wendy. <laughs> I love that dramatic reenactment was oh, oh my God, it was riveting. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so <laughs> later, somebody instigated. See, this is why the public, I'm like, why are you instigating? So somebody called in a caller and notified <laughs> oh. Stern of the remarks during the Howard Stern show. And the host said, he said, okay, let me hear this and I'm going to say some. Oh stuff. yeah! Again, this is a this is an adult show today. So. Yes, I'm going <laughs> thanks to, say to this some, one story. Thank you. I'm going to say some ish. Then that's not what he said. That I'm going to rec- regret. I know it. He said, and he said he's got a very thin skin. Then he played. The he should audio. run for president. Oh, <laughs> that's all you need. The requirements: thin skin. So he then played the audio of Williams's remarks and replying. When he got to the Hollywood inside part, what a C word. What an effing bug-eyed C word. F you. You heard me. F off. C word. Now, fill in the blanks because I'm not going to say uh, all of this stuff. But Wait, so did he call her a cat? Um, No, there were t- more than one letter. There was more than one letter in between the C and the T. Hmm, I wonder what it was. You are instigating, Kevin. <laughs> so rep- reps for SiriusXM did not respond to, uh, to the rap. <laughs> Shockingly, they didn't respond. I'm so surprised. And so he said this. He went on to say this. The last time I had her in here, she was giving me some god darn attitude with this Hollywood crap. Yeah, I'm a real Hollywood insider. You should see the wildlife I'm living. You got those big fake tits and I'm Hollywood, huh? Shut the F up. Ah, he kisses everyone's A. I'm not kissing your A now, C-Face. Oh, what the F, wow. What the F is wrong with her? Broad doesn't have an original thought in her god darn head. Being busy being Howard Stern, you mean because I've had success I'm Hollywood? What, because I know Jimmy Kimmel? That's real Hollywood. Who am I hanging out with? She doesn't even know who I'm hanging with. She doesn't know what I do with my life. She doesn't know who I hang with. Worry about your husband, not me. F off. I'm sick of her and her bull-ish show. She, and then he called her a cow and a broad-faced witch with the B and asked if she has a ding-a-ling <gasps> and whether or not she was Whoa. born a woman or a man. Wow, he yeah he went for all the jugular. I mean, calling her a cat face—that's that is way below the line. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> not cool, Howard Stern. So, in fairness, he did say he had a thin skin, but that's a really thin skin. <laughs> that is that is. Like, oh, in fairness, he didn't say he has a thin skin. But so he does. He doesn't. He does um, admit his faults. However, your skin is like rice paper, sir. Did it call for all of this? Oh, no. He's a boneless, skinless chicken breast if he had to react that harshly to what she... Absolutely. And she wasn't being... It didn't seem like she was being mean about it. It seemed like she was being Wendy about it. And maybe she she didn't need to say anything fine. but But she did also encourage them to buy the book. And said, I love you, Oh, she absolutely did sell the book. And this is the part I I wanted to say. 
could this be manufactured? This mm. fight, this vitriol, because it's the vitriol is so above and beyond the thing. I mean, I know our current president plays the same kind of game where you say like, "Oh, you're not that great," and he goes and says, "Your mother's a whore." Uh, so that <laughs> it just it goes takes it to the next level. And so I wonder if this is because this is going to help sell books to have a feud with Wendy, and it's going to help bring attention to her show back since you know she had a, a a surprise hiatus from her show for a while, and now she's newly back and so this is only gonna uh, keep both their names in the headlines ding 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 exactly so i just had to add comic some effects because we wouldn't be discussing either one of them on on the top of the five star rated uh entertainment podcast tv channeling if it weren't for this manufactured uh, uh feud between the two of them well absolutely because to be honest i don't give two dams about you know where, you know how i think it's going to end you know how i think it's going to end where they're going to actually uh uh try to make peace and actually he'll come on her show or something or she'll go on his show and to see if they can actually make peace and it'll be incredibly highly rated exactly they'll squash it well okay okay, so i have to read what else he said so he said she just ruined my day you know after all of this you all because you allowed your skin yourself to be ruined she just ruined my day that's why i put out a book so she could knock me jealous witch you'll never be me wendy you'll never be me you can pretend to be me you can pretend to be like me but you're not you're never gonna be me you never have my wit and you don't have my talent that's it that's the end of the story Okay. <laughs> and the award for best podcast reenactment of somebody going off on somebody. The award goes to TV channeling's Tachi. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the wind beneath your wings? Yes. <laughs> That's the wind underneath my wings. <laughs> But no, but, but that's what it's that's what makes it sound manufactured. This was too long of a of a of a a rant for the I'm like really, you'll never be me, you'll never be me, you'll never what 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 kind of uh of mommy dearest type of nonsense is that? Well, also the 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 whole thing about her ha- having a penis and everything like that. I mean, also that's a real knock to like she has a child. Well, that's a real knock to that kid. So, uh, so that's not cool. Um, but th- the whole thing with the reason why it's so silly to me is the idea of two people who are ensconced in the entertainment world and in Hollywood acting like, well, I'm of the people. No, I'm of the people. No, I'm of the people. As they both sit on their yachts. Thank, thank you, thank you. She's not, she's not a poor in the poorhouse now. Okay, one last. And that's thing nothing. I have you know what? Read. And I have some questions. How did little Kev get into a university? Hmm. How did that go down? You better, you better have your receipts, Wendy. Because okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so one last thing I have to read. So she wrote in a tweet. Show. I'll say it in a voice. Showed love to Howard Stern this morning about his new book. Gonna buy it. Had his wife on my show several times. Being told that he's being nasty to me on his show. It's all good, Howie. I still admire you, old man. The truth is the truth. Ooh. And scene. Wow. Old old man old and man. the truth is the truth. Reiterating what she initially said. Yeah. So, so <sighs> that was um, the rubbish of the week. So let's move on. Well, you know, Tachi, that's one thing. We are still down to earth here on TV channeling. We're not. We, we, are we hanging out on helipad, drinking champagne? No, 
We no. wait till we get on the helicopter to drink our champagne. That's right. We That's keep. Right. We, we're of the people. We are of the people, for the people, and by the people. Thank you very much. And speaking of the people, the people have spoken about Empire. So Empire returned for the first time after the whole Jussie Smollett nonsense, and the TV ratings were lower. The Fox drama's first episode after Jussie was charged with lying to police had its second smallest 18 to 49 rating ever. So this, uh, you know, we were talking about this before. This could be directly connected to the whole Jussie Smollett thing. So if this was an elaborate scheme to try and get ratings, you know, high for Empire, it kind of backfired. Well, there's even a question now. Will the show even come back? Uh, it doesn't at need the end to. It's been on long enough. Empire, thank you very much. We thank you for your service. You have entertained us for how many seasons now? Thank you. It's enough. Yeah, I think it's been on for like four seasons or something already. So. I think it's longer than that, to be honest. Well, I, honestly, I haven't watched Empire since I think around season two. I think I saw the beginning because I, I think I tuned in to see the the first episode to see because there's like a thing where a couple of people are fighting on, on the edge of a roof and one of them falls to their death. And the question is who? And so I think I tuned in to see who fell. And then after I saw that, like, oh, so that one died. Well, oh, so what a surprise. The white girl was the one that fell off the roof. Well, all right. Next. And I turned to something else. I'm just looking at the, you know, this is this is this article is from The Hollywood Reporter. And I'm looking at the picture, and Terrence Howard has on a green suit, perfect for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> he, he looks like a leprechaun. Anyway, well, if the show gets canceled, he clearly doesn't have the luck of the Irish. Not at all. <laughs> not we know all. we know Jesse Smollett doesn't. So <laughs> keep looking in the grass for those four leaf clovers. Maybe you'll find your pot of gold. And finally, off of that, to J.K. Rowling. She's in the news surprisingly. So if you don't know J.K. Rowling, she is the author of the Harry Potter series, and she made a shocking revelation (gasps) that Dumbledore and Grindelwald, if you know who those characters are, if you don't just listen, they had an incredibly intense sexual relationship. Now, they're both men. (gasps) Or men-like beings. Male, yeah. Male, let's, let's say that. Because they're warlocks, right? Yeah. And you're not exactly I, human if you're me, a warlock. Yeah, so, but but the, the point is penises are involved. Multiple penises. Wow. Or maybe not. Uh, uh, you know, a penis, a penis factor of two. Oh, my gosh. It's the she, new math. So she... <laughs> that's, why I don't, that's why I don't get it. So she's delved deeper into this complicated relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald on this uh, the special feature for the upcoming Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is uh, blue, what, Blu-ray? It's coming on Blu-ray, I guess? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the movie, the sequel to the original, uh, uh, there was a, the, 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 we've had the second movie for the Fantastic Beasts series, which is supposed to be a series of four films, I believe. And so this is, she was doing the commentary for uh, the second movie in the series, and she has, makes this revelation, and by the way, did I mention that these not only are these two characters uh, gay, but they were having a torrid, very sexual relationship? Yes, she says their relationship was incredibly intense. It, 
Their relationship was incredibly intense. It was passionate and a love relationship. That's what she said. That's J.K. Rowling. Fascinating. She said, so I'm less interested in the sexual side, though I believe there's a sexual dimension to this relationship, than I am the sense of the emotions that they felt for each other, which ultimately is the most fascinating thing about all human relationships. That's what she said. So Twitter came for for Ms. Rowling. And um, let me read you a couple of the comments. Uh, One uh, person on Twitter was saying, I'm sick of Rowling and her half-assed inclusivity. It doesn't count if she's telling us after the fact uh, that's not being uh, an ally. Uh, That's trying to get uh, brownie points. Uh, She loses nothing this way. Uh, Put it in the text. Uh, or don't talk about it at all. And that's basically the reaction that everybody seemed to have is the fact that she has, this is the first, first time that she's done this, where she's mentioned like with Hermione's race. Oh, did I not mention that Hermione was actually black? Because she was. I just didn't write it in the book. And just like, well, then it doesn't count. We don't care. And the idea that these characters are gay and they're having a torrid affair, but you won't see it in any, it was, it doesn't exist in the books and it doesn't exist in the movies. So we don't care stop doing this and trying to get it and it is she's trying to get points for being inclusive or 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 being or having a broader sense and having like a character of color or having lgbt characters that they're in there i'm just not mentioning it during the actual books but i'll tell you about it at a cocktail party my thing is this okay so with the uh characters with, with hermione you li- you're lying, or as they she say, was a stone cold sister, and you know it, Tanchi. No, well, I I can't I can't say that she wasn't, but you were so you were um, involved in the process of the film, right, my dear J.K. Rowling? Why would you not say, well, Hermione is supposed to be a girl of color, so we need to cast? She was just a girl light complected, Tanchi. She's just that fair. if that's light skinned. <laughs> then my very conception light. of race is 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 askew. It she, really you is. Know, she was like, um, what was that woman's uh, the uh, the woman who was the head of the double N, uh, NAACP? What was her name? Which um, one? The uh, de- uh, what was her name? Um, Deborah something or remember the woman that got in trouble when oh a, a, oh um of the of Rachel Dolezal Rachel, Rachel Dolezal okay oh uh, yeah so <laughs> that, that's that's the kind of black that Hermione is she's a Rachel Dolezal black it's Rachel Dolezal black <laughs> <laughs> she, that that's a new descriptor she's not really black black she's like Rachel Dolezal black okay. exactly wow wow so don't, yeah. don't you feel included in the Harry Potter story now Tachi? not you're, at you're all learning that she. <laughs> learning that uh, that uh, uh, basically that uh, Hermione was the Angela Davis of the magic world. <laughs> Don't give her an afro after the fact. <laughs> Too damn late, J.K. She had dreads. She had dreads. Too damn uh, late, J.K. <laughs> and, and the same thing with trying to include LGBTQ characters in there. And mind you, LGBTQ characters are not just about sex. I think sometimes people make the have the misconception that it's only about sex no not at all so they don't you don't have to have characters having sex in order for them to you know be lgbtq characters i would imagine 
So you're in very narrow concept, and now you're trying. Oh, they had an intense relationship. We don't know that which because you didn't put it in the books. Well, okay, I got to share one more tweet of the people uh, reacting. Uh, uh, okay, was having uh, was having a nice lunch with my old pal J.K. Rowling, but then she suddenly uh, revealed I had been gay all along. The whole restaurant stood up and clapped. Such <laughs> a brave writer. <laughs> That's so much. You know, maybe we need to compile these tweets into a book and say that would be a, a best. <laughs> oh my god, I won't even begin because some of them, they get some of them are a little blue, little rated, a uh, rated NC seventeen. But again, it, the the stop it unless you're going to write like a side. Now you know what? Give us a, a Dumbledore Grindelwald uh, 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 novella where you explain their torrid affair and and the backstory that isn't in any of the books. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's why there was this tension in in uh, in the uh, 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 of uh, Fantastic Beast because oh, now it all makes sense. So no, don't don't tell us in some DVD extra. Don't tell us at a cocktail party. Don't mention it in Twitter because people were saying that there was another character that she mentioned. Oh, did I mention that that character was a lesbian, the lunch lady at at Hogwarts Academy? She's like, stop it, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> 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 oh and did i mention that the uh when i was mentioning earlier in the show that uh that i was uh getting uh, uh dirty looks from uh our uh uh the legal team of tv channeling's legal team did i mention that one of them is a quadriplegic so oh, yeah, give, give that us credit is so inclusive we are inclusive here at tv channeling you so see? yes we deserve all the accolades but that's exactly what you just did is exactly what she did <laughs> exactly. exactly so not cool jk so and yeah give us give us some uh, give us some actual L lgbt characters give us some actual characters of color and then we'll talk thank you very much wow well that was an interesting note to end on <laughs> it was it was wow but it was a great show chock full of news as per usual and i had the pleasure of spending it with kevin and I had the pleasure of spending it with you. And not only did we do this incredible show, which if we do say so ourselves, we have a whole pantheon of incredible back episodes that people can listen to. And the question is, Tachi, how can they access all of our other shows? To listen to the pantheon. <laughs> it's very impressive, isn't it? <laughs> SAT word. To listen to the pantheon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody took my SATs for me, thank you very much. That's right, see? <laughs> Can they spell pantheon? Which is, anyway, to listen to the pantheon of episodes that we have, all you have to do is go to your favorite podcasting app, and I'm going to name some of them. Stitcher, iTunes, slash Apple Music, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. We're also on TuneIn Radio. You can also go to tvchanneling.com and listen that way. And, and, and we're live. You can listen to us on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on WJMSRadio.com, which is really exciting. If you're on the East Coast, that's drive time. So you can listen to us on your way home. And they're encore. It's an encore presentation on Friday of the Tuesday episode. So you have a choice. You can listen to us live or you can listen to us on demand through a podcasting app. And while you're at the podcasting app, I implore you to leave a review, a nice one, 
and implore also, another SAT yes, word. Yes, <laughs> implore. <laughs> you know, well, Tea Channing is an educational broadcast. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, educational broadcast. And, oh, <laughs> yeah, threw me off there for a minute. And so, and so you could also leave a uh, review, as I said, and then subscribe. That would that way you get access to all the latest news and the great reviews first. It comes right to your um inbox. Why wouldn't you? Why would and it costs nothing. Nothing. Free. Ninety-nine. Zip, zitch, zilch, not a nothing. Exactly. <laughs> that you know what that leaves you more money to pay to get your kid into a good college. wow we are not it comes full circle here on tv channeling full circle circle, but we are not advocating you paying your your child's way into college especially if they don't deserve to be there anyway at that college anyway off of college on to where you can find us if you if guess what maybe you want to talk a little bit more about the whole college scandal and how these two should really be underneath the jail or these four should really be underneath the jail yeah or you want to complain about our some of our language as we as we uh, recounted some of the things that uh, howard stern said about wendy williams yes if that language was too strong for you then you can definitely reach us on social media and kevin is going to tell you how well, you can you can tweet us next Tuesday. But anyway, you can you can reach us on Facebook. You can reach us on Instagram. You can reach us on Snapchat and my personal favorite Twitter. And you can even leave us an audio message. You can look us up. Uh, we're everywhere on social media. We are TV channeling, but on Anchor, we're TV channeling reruns. And you can leave us an audio message. And you can let us know. Is there something in pop culture that's going on that you want to hear our take on? Do you want to hear us destroy Felicity Huffman again? Then let us know. Because <laughs> we will go in. And <laughs> I'm down for a good destruction. <laughs> and if you want to hear Tati reenact some other uh, 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 celebrity beef where super Hollywood people complain about who's 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 more Hollywood than the other, let us know. If there's some TV show that you want to hear our take on, let us know. So reach out to us on any version of social media. And please, we'd love it if you'd give us a follow as well. Absolutely. With that, we are done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for making TV channeling what it is. It's because of you that we do this. And so we appreciate your ears. And it's not taken for granted. And oh, well, definitely not by, not by me. So it's by me. See, you see no. how, you <laughs> see how shady us. Kevin is? Not by us. <laughs> You see how shady Kevin is? That that just means I just need to sign off. Bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're talking about it... Wait, no. (laughs) I'm so thrown off. (laughs) If you're talking about it, we're watching it, I guess. If you're watching it, we are talking about it. Yes. Cheers. Bye. (laughs) 